You are the king. Yeah, yeah, I love that. King of the class, man. Take your crown, king. Crown, king. Crown, king. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Podcast. It's your guy here, C Web. I'm here, with my man, CBC. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. How was your week? Oh, week's been good. It's busy. Good, I mean, good, good. Busy is good. A lot of busy work. Yeah, busy is, is that's job security. You that's know job security. <laughs> How's your week been? Oh man, same, same. Everything has been wonderful, wonderful. Good. I'm glad to hear it, man. Well, you look fresh. You know what I mean? You look like you're ready to roll. Yes, so, sir. Ready to uh, get this done. Give some information to the people. Right. Let's do it. So this is the Black Cop Podcast. Um, and uh, we are indeed Black Cops. <laughs> um, and so we are here to share with our listeners um, the the information that we have with us from life experiences, from educational backgrounds. Uh and share that information with our listeners so that way they can have a, a better understanding of what goes on in the police world and help the police world have a better understanding of what goes on in the black community. So we are here to kind of bridge that that gap. I feel like if we can articulate and help people ask the right questions and we can kind of delve in to the situations and really look at like what's important and and so those, so those citizens who are like politically active or who do have influence when they ask questions, they're asking questions that maybe can get answers that can bring change. Um, and I think a lot of times we, you know, as people, we, we aren't armed with the knowledge we need to make a difference, you know. So um, I want to say welcome to all you listeners out there. Those of you who are joining us, uh, this is our introductory podcast. We are by no means experts in podcasting, <laughs> but we are figuring it out as figuring it out as we go. Um, we are developing our skill set in podcasting, um, so our, our podcasting level is beginner. But I believe the the content that we're sharing with you is expertise, and so in that, um, we hope that you find uh, this podcast useful and informative because ultimately we are here to try to help our community members um, come together and try to lessen police brutality and try to help our communities just really just interact in a, in a safer manner. So, um, like, again, to all you listeners, thank you for joining us. You could have been, could have been anywhere in the world. Uh, oh, man, I'm messing this up. But you could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us. So thank you for joining us. So, um, look, so let me just go into a little, little – since this is the intro pod, Right. All I'm really doing is just letting you know why we're here. Right. So we're here to help improve black and blue interaction. That's pretty much it. The black community struggles to interact with the blue community and the blue, blue community might not say it because they're not supposed to, but they struggle to, inter to interact with the black community. Um, so we're hoping that, like, you know, we can share a perspective that we experience on both sides where uh I see life as one way as a police officer, as a law enforcement officer, as a sheriff deputy, as a corrections officer. Um, at the same time, I see life as a different way as a black male. And and our communities need that assistance. Do you need that help? So, I don't know. Uh, well, not to make it too spiritual, but there's like a, a verse that says, our people are destroyed by lack of knowledge. Right. right? And so, like, that's, 
that's that's something that we need. We our people need knowledge. Our people need information, and we need to know how we can help our people to come together and, and kind of make this world a safer place. So, Craig, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> so, like, you know, give us your experience and your education. Yeah. So, I've actually been in law enforcement for well over twenty years. Uh, started back when I was serving in the United States Navy, uh, Navy veteran. Uh, did some base security work. Uh, then, um, after I transitioned out of the military, uh, kind of sort of floundered around in in the corporate world for a bit. <laughs> then found myself in corrections. So I've uh, worked in corrections. Uh, after corrections, I uh, worked in the court system. So I worked in courts. And then I've also got a law enforcement background. Uh, so I've been working in law enforcement for a while. So the whole criminal justice gamut, you would say, I've kind of sort of put my feet in and mm. delved in a lot of the uh, fields that are mm. encompassed in the entire criminal justice system because criminal justice is a wide-ranging career field. It's not just one thing. It's yeah. not just police. Yeah. It's not just corrections it's not just probation parole it's not just uh <laughs> right community corrections right. it's all large. and now it's child protective services <laughs> right and community right. service boards right. and juvenile intake right. and i mean the yeah. so criminal justice is a wide ranging field so again uh, well over 20 years of experience in um in the criminal justice field gotcha yeah so cool um so tell us a little bit about, you know, like why you got into policing. Sure. Okay. The reason that I got into policing and this is going to sound like a cliche, it's going to sound like lip service, but it's not. The reason that I got into this part of the criminal justice career field is because we as black people need Black people in the career field. Now, I don't have on a cape. I'm not Captain Sable. I'm not that. But uh, right, we can't save them. You know, you can only help them. Right, that's right. And my whole thing is to help people as much as I can to understand what goes on in their community Mm. and how that community reacts with the police. So yeah. that's exactly why I got into this career field. Wow. There's a need for uh, black males, Hispanic males, black females, Hispanic females. Mm. It's it's time for you all to get up off the couch. <laughs> if they're if they're on the couch. If you're on the couch. <laughs> or if you're on the fence. Right, right, right. Right. To and get into this because your representation right. matters. you you being at the table, That's you being right. in the office matters. You need to have a seat at this table. Absolutely. I agree. Um, and so so I guess you kinda answered that question a little bit. My third question was just gonna be like, uh tell tell listeners why you want to be a part of this podcast. Like what do you think the yeah, I just leave it that. Well, there's a nexus between uh being a black police officer and being a black man mm. outside of that uniform. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those same struggles that my community goes through, mm-hmm. 
I go through those same struggles. I've been followed many, many times when I'm in my favorite store shopping. <laughs> I've been pulled over in mm-hmm. neighborhoods that were not mine when mm-hmm. I'm out visiting people. Mm-hmm. You know, so it didn't matter same, if you were police or not. That's right. It did, they did not know that I was a police <laughs> officer when they pulled me over. No. So those same things that the civilian people go through when I'm in uniform, I go through those same things when I am not in that uniform. Absolutely. When I'm in my hoodie and jeans, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's that same, uh, it's not really a fear, I guess, but it's uh, that same, same sense of sense caution, of caution and anxiousness. people have yeah. when I'm not in that uniform, when I'm in my hood, when I'm, you know, dressed down, mm-hmm. um, you know, I am a black man and I go through those same things that black people go through in their neighborhoods I go through I just moved into my neighborhood a year ago and I will tell you that that side eye (laughs) that people get how did he get here yeah exactly how did he get here that same side eye you know I I went through that yeah that's real uh, so out of uniform I am a black man I am a black father yeah, you know, with I, black family, and yeah, we want all of them to be safe. So all that, all the duties that come with that, mm-hmm. all of the angst mm-hmm. that comes with that, mm-hmm. I go through it too. And this is not about me. No, nope. but I just want people to know that we go through these those same things. Absolutely, and we need to present that, I guess, uh, juxtaposition that that mm. that that mixing of uh, blacks and. The police world. So that's why I'm here. I agree, man. That's that's awesome. I think that's that's key. You said a lot of key things that I want to expound on, but I feel like we need to save for later episodes. But like just the whole like, you know, uh, you know, being seen in the street, like, you know, the uniform makes me look a little different. You know what I mean? And and uh and that's just it's just a dual reality. That's right. Uh that we learn to like just adjust to so that way we can have peace of mind in, in our business. Right. And what we do. So I give you some of my background. Um, I am uh, uh, I also currently involved in law enforcement. I got my bachelor's degree in government affairs and a minor in business. And then I went to get my master's degree in criminal justice. And then I uh, joined the police department. And then I served as an officer, um, done numerous investigations, um, done, worked with tons of people. Try not to say um as much. <laughs> My wife told me about that, but uh, yeah. And so we done uh, numerous investigations. Got was blessed to be promoted to supervisor as a as a and and, and so I serve as um, someone who who's been in the rooms right and seen how decisions are made and and what is evaluated and what's important. And I've learned I've learned a lot, and so I really feel like we really want to help people and so the second question is why did you get in why did i get into policing well uh i've i I witnessed a relative experience of domestic abuse at a young age and i think that spurred my law my, my interest in law and then outside of that it was just you know i kind of just grew into it honestly if you'd asked me in high school if i was gonna be a police officer i'd be like no and I think uh, me, like a lot of people that I know, there's an affinity for the detective, but not for the patrol officer. 
Like I'll watch an investigative show and I'll be Mike Lowry or whatever. Um, but I didn't want to be the, I didn't want no parts of the patrol uniform, you know, because they don't have the same allure. They don't have the same, but as as a child, I was, I was driving an Impala. <laughs> I had a German shepherd for a dog. You know what I mean? And one of the, one of my, one of my neighbors was like, Hey man, like, did you always want to be a police officer? I was like, no, nah, why you say that? He was like, well, you got the dog and you got the car. And, and I was like, well, you know, maybe it was just, I had no idea that I was doing these things. So it's those subtle check-ins to kind of help you realize like, okay, maybe there's something to this. You know what I mean? And uh, I guess why I want to use this is why, why do I want to use the platform of the podcast? I think that uh, we, you and I have both done like these panels right? and we sat and talked to people and they've been, you know, we got to get warmed up first, but once we get going, you know what I mean? Like, it's just fit. people are so appreciative and we feel so happy to have share a lot of information with them so that way they are more comfortable and have a more uh, thorough understanding of policing. <clears throat> and in doing so, I felt like, well, instead of waiting for somebody to invite us to a, another panel, how about we just put this into a podcast and share this with the people? So our hope is that we... My hope is that we are able to share with, with you listeners information that can help you, that help you understand, that help you present questions, to help you make arguments um, from people who are going to do our best to try to give you a, a transparent look into the police side of things and give our law enforcement community who will chime in a transparent look into the black community side of things. It's not my intention to be someone who takes sides. It's not my intention to be someone who is going to anger people or, or make people feel like I'm being one side or whatever. My goal is to be as uh, impartial and balanced as possible as, as possible. That's my goal, because I feel like if I'm if I'm going to be straight up hard one way or the other, then I'm going to lose my ability to really help reconcile both sides of the, of the aisle here. And that's really important because that's that's the purpose behind this. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully it makes a difference, right? I mean, if, if it works, it works. Right. And if it don't, we'll shut it down because <laughs> we busy. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah. So I just want to bring out like a couple of things, and that's one is that is that uh, I want to thank uh, at Abel's dot Vision for doing our graphic artwork. Man, it looks great. I appreciate it. It means a lot. I mean, like it's it's very symbolic. I'm not going to go into the detail of it. You can figure it out, you know what I mean, as you go on. Maybe you, as you figure us out, you'll understand it. But that's, uh, I appreciate you, brother. And here we go, man. Yeah, man. Ready to do it. You yeah, know, man. this is our introductory part again. Hope we didn't lose you, you know what I mean? And look, at some point, we'll add the fancy sound effects or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, maybe add a little drop in there or something like that. We'll figure it out. But I think right now, the information is key, right? And so we're going to talk about... Uh, Brianna Taylor. We're going to talk about defunding the police. We're going to talk about um, what can departments do to help become better in general. We're going to talk about George Floyd. We're going to talk about Timmy Wright. We're going to, and if you have something you want us to talk about, uh, send us an email at theblackcoppodcast dot uh, at gmail dot com. Theblackcoppodcast at gmail dot com. Let us know. But let me add this: uh, if you have a pending matter. <laughs> <laughs> we are not attorneys. No, sir. So please don't send us don't send that. Your, your your pending cases if you have one. Right. Not saying that you do. But 
a lot of times yeah. uh, we put that kind of information out there. Again, like uh, C-Dub said, we have gone and we have talked at different types of forums, and then people want to come up after the forums mm-hmm. and say, hey, I've got this going on. Right, 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 uh, right. Yeah, we are not qualified. <laughs> the whole somebody I know. Somebody That's I know right. yeah. uh, had yeah. drugs found yeah. in their car, right. and uh, somebody I know got a DUI arrest. Right. So uh, that is not the that is not. <laughs> The uh, point of this podcast, at all. the point of this podcast is to give you information yeah. to help us bridge the gap. It's not about uh, any type of a pending mm-hmm. case or litigation or anything like that. Speaking of the purpose of the show, too, you know, the we've done panels and we've interviewed people and people have interviewed us and we've had these group discussions in front of people and people always said like, Hey, y'all should, y'all should spread this information. Like I should do this more often. And I think it was, it was in the back of my mind. And so I was watching undisputed one day. It was back in my mind, but it's something I just never really got to, you know, I felt like it would be helpful, but you know, and then I was watching undisputed one day, uh, Skip and Shannon and whatnot. And Michael Eric Dyson was on the show and he said something about, you know, normally people say that there are the cops are generally good. It's just a couple of bad apples. And he went on to say that, well, I don't know if I still believe that. And I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing, but he said, I don't know if I still believe that because where are the good apples? You know, where where are the good guys? Why aren't they speaking up? I mean, they must have something to say about the injustice. And so I felt like, yeah, you know. I feel like the good guys are here and I feel like we've been quiet and maybe we can do something different to help our community. So here we are. So again, Mm -hmm. uh, if you will go ahead, see dub and give that, uh, no, oh, uh, the Black Cop Podcast at gmail.com, the Black Cop Podcast at gmail.com. And we're also taking donations because this ain't cheap. So if y'all, if y'all, pre- if y'all like what we're doing, and I appreciate us trying to get this information out to y'all, um, feel free just to, you know, donate and help out however you can. Um, either way, we're going to do make this happen and try to get this information to people and hopefully make a difference. So again, this is, uh, C-Dub. Mm-hmm.